Hello, hello. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Self Chats with Cat. I am your host, Catherine Mexavon, and welcome to season two, episode three. I'm not really sure where the time has gone, but it is already May, which is really crazy to me because probably we've been in quarantine this whole time and days turn into months and weeks and I don't know what day is which. Sometimes I get it confused. Um, I'm still working from home, so I do have an idea what day it is, but what really upsets me is when I think it's Friday, but it's only Thursday. But being that it is May, um, it's one of my favorite months, not only because it's my birthday, but the fact that it is considered Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month and Mental Health Awareness Month. Now those two things are very near and dear to my heart because one, I am very um, pro-mental health. I think it's very important that you have your mental health straight and if you don't, you know, you always can take the time out of your day to get aligned with um, the right mindset. But a lot of things during this quarantine has um, brought to my attention about mental health and I wanted to address it in this episode because a lot of Asians, um, you know, our culture is we like to keep things inside of us and, you know, yeah, that's good in in some cases, but not all cases. And I think um, with the quarantine, I think it's good that we talk about our feelings and I want to address those things with you today. So let's talk about it. You know, with Mental Health Awareness Month and Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month being in the same month, I think it's very important to talk about some of the cultural things that happen in an Asian community. And I've done my research and I've experienced it and I've witnessed it and these are just the facts. And it has said that, or it's been known, that it's not natural for Asian cultures to be open about their innermost feelings, especially related to anything with love. You know, growing up, my parents never told me that they loved me. You know, they just showed me. It was always actions. We never said it. And I remember one time growing up, we had to take family photos, right? And it was weird because, you know, me and my dad are really close now. But growing up, it was weird. He never gave me hugs or anything. And we had to take a family photo. And the lady was like, hey, you know, was telling us where to put our hands and, um, you know, how to position to make the photo look nice. So the lady told me to put my hand on my dad's shoulder. And let me tell you, you guys, I will remember till this day how awkward it was to, to like, be affectionate towards my dad like that and that was just like a hand on his shoulder it was just really weird and I would tell my cousins about it and my one of my cousins who I'm really close to I told her about it and she would laugh because she thought it was so funny um but it wasn't until you know I think I left for college my dad started saying or started telling me that he loved me and it was honestly so weird because I've never heard that man express his his feelings towards me but as we you know as I'm not home all the time and I'm far away 
we've been able to get really close and he would open up to me which is something that I think is growth and I think it's pretty awesome because you know growing up I didn't know what he was feeling at the time um so you know people people in in our culture we don't really you know say I love you so I guess you could say there's different styles of how people express themselves um, depending on you know their culture and where they come from and their history and background um, as for my mom she expressed herself in a very unique way where I believe I've picked up some of her um, uh, unique what is it authentic traits but um, if you would ask my brother and I we were we would grow up with her and we would have to adapt to the way she would express herself. So, you know, there's been countless times where she's done this. And I think that it I've mirrored her in a way where I'm trying to unmirror myself from her. But I don't think I'm as challenging and difficult to adapt to. But let me just get to the point, okay? So, you know, whenever my brother and I would do something that is not to her liking and she would get mad at us whether it be we didn't close the door while she was cooking some crazy thing she'd get mad at us and then or if we did something to hurt her feelings because she's very sensitive and that's where I get my sensitivity from she wouldn't talk to us for like two days and then she would express herself by like slamming the door you know not speaking to us when we would like ask her questions And she would avoid us, you know, whatever it was. But then two days later, she would act like everything was okay. And to me, I think that's not very healthy. And she's just bottling up all her emotions inside. And she has graciously given me this trait where I feel sometimes I am like that. But for the most part, I'm a very expressive person. So uh, I like to let people know how I feel. So I'm glad that I'm able to do that to the extent that I do. But I think that's what brought to my attention because a couple weeks ago, someone in my family member had offended me. And being that I'm already the black sheep in the family, I decided that I didn't want to let them know how to let them know how I felt. But they really hurt my feelings because. You know, when someone comes for me about my craft or my creativity, uh, I'm very sensitive about it and I don't like people who criticize it, you know. And if you do want to criticize my or critique my craft, that's one thing, but you have to go at it, you have to go at it at a certain way or a a certain um, nice way. But, you know, my family, they're very blunt and straight to the point. But anyways, um, yeah, so I was offended and normally I'm one to just pop off at the mouth and express myself and tell them how I really feel. But at this point, I'm like, okay, it's not even worth my time. So I'm just going to react by showing them the love of God and how he would react. So, you know, I said things as nice as I could, but I really wanted to let this person know how I feel. And... It comes to growth, I guess. Yeah, growth. In these kind of situations, you just have to forgive the other person and move on because life is too short to be holding grudges over people that, you know, you love and who are family. 
with everything that's going on in the world, you have to understand what to let go of, what is valuable to you, and, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And I think that's what I had to learn, that this person's always going to be that person, and I can distance myself and compartmentalize them down in the basement until they decide that they want to act right and they can come back in the living room or they can just remain down there but you don't have to entertain it but you can forgive them and forgiveness is really for you and it's it's for your heart because if you don't forgive the other person you're just going to be angry and bitter and mad and it's like you're drinking your own poison because the person that you're mad at doesn't even know that you're feeling this way and you're just only hurting yourself in the end. So forgiveness is a big thing that um, you have to do in this lifetime. Let's go over some ideas of what we can do to maintain our mental health. Um, you know, if you are the kind of person who tends to keep things bottled up inside and not let others know how you feel, if they've offended you or made you mad, um, you know, like my mom, you should have a safe outlet to express your feelings. You know, a great way to do that, and I am an advocate of this, I, I do it myself um, every morning when I wake up, um, is to write it down. You know, like start journaling and let your thoughts just roll out. And it's a great way to kind of just get your thoughts on paper, you know. And if you're not much of a writer, um, talking to a therapist is another alternative um, to get your feelings out. I know that, you know, in as minorities, you know, we don't really go to things like therapists, but they really do help. I think I've done like one or two sessions and they really are helpful because it's like a person looking outside but looking within your life and they've gone to school for those kind of things where they can depict like what each action or what behavior, what it really is um, emitting out and what you're really feeling. And they can help you navigate to get get through it and help you heal. Because you may not know that you are um, broken or you may not know that that's kind of not a good habit to take on with you. So, you know, therapists have another outlook on life where they can help you become um, better or help you walk through the troubles or the tribulations that you may have. The other way that has helped me a lot and you don't have to do it but it works and that's where I've gotten the name of this podcast is talking to yourself. You know, you can have self chats with yourself and it helps you kind of get a little bit of clarity because you're you're kind of like walking through your thoughts as you're speaking it out loud and that's really helpful for me um, I don't know about you but if you try it and see if it works it might be a good alternative to just express your thoughts and your feelings because keeping things bottled up inside causes stress and having stress in your life is not good for your health so that's one of the ways that you can prevent it is by, you know, expressing things and not letting it be kept bottled up inside of you. Now, if you want to relieve the stress, there's other ways to relieve stress too, you know, where you can just clear your mind and not think about those things. But you do want to go back and just analyze them so that, you know, they don't sit in your heart and make you become bitter. 
um, one of the ways you can relieve stress is working out. You know, I hate working out. Like, it's not my favorite thing to do. I, you know, I tell my friends, working out three times a week is good enough for me. And there, I have so many people in my life that work out like every day and they're like, three, that's it. But three is a lot for me, you know. But working out, you know, maybe doing something that you enjoy, picking up a hobby, something that relieves it, I'm sorry, relieves stress um, is another great way to just get rid of the tension that you have built up. When you do something you love or you're around people you love, it does help change your attitude and shift your ways of um, thinking and it kind of eases the mind and you know a lot of my family you know they stress me out but my niece when I see her smile or I see videos of her it just makes everything go away and if you're lucky and fortunate to find something like that that's a good thing to have in your life so there's so many ways to you know relieve stress but The main thing is not to keep things bottled up inside because it can greatly affect you um, and your health and your mental health in the future when you, um, you may not realize it now, but in, in the long run it does. Listen, I am no expert, but just, you know, I'm speaking from previous experiences and just what I've been able to, um, observe in other people and you know keeping things bottled up is not a good thing and I know that it is very common in the Asian community and culture and we want to change the narrative we want to be better than our parents generation right we want to we want to create habits that are going to better ourselves for our children and our children's children so it starts by um with us you know and learning to unlearn those habits and not, I'm not saying that all habits are bad I'm just saying some things we could do without and I think keeping things bottled up is is one of them you know it's good to express your feelings and everything like that so that you can have a healthy mindset and ha- have clarity over things that matter so with that being said I encourage you to do something that is out of your comfort zone that expresses yourself whether it be picking up a hobby or telling someone you love them or maybe even like me and talking to yourself to get things out and have um, clarity of your thoughts. But I want us to be better. My goal, you know, if anything is if one of us or one of you can just say that you've done something out of your comfort zone, I think that is what is the whole purpose of listening to these podcasts from me because I want us to basically change how things used to be um you know and even with the pandemic you know like we're not gonna go back to normal we're it's a new normal that's being set for us when this is all over and we don't want to bring things that really don't serve us you know into this next season but We've reached the end of this episode and I'm so glad that we're able to talk about mental health and really important step of mental health is it is not keeping your your stuff bottled up as well as um, Asian American or yeah Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month which is something to celebrate all the Asians out there and um, recognize you know 
us because sometimes I feel like we're overlooked. Until next time, this is your girl Kat and thanks so much for listening to Self Chats with Kat.